I have made known my concerns regarding the defensive vulnerabilities of Kolasinac's game. His curious decision-making, his often wayward positioning, and his lack of short area quickness have all been exposed in the past, and they will likely be exposed again in the future. But his offensive production and threat is undeniable. Kolasinac assisted the opening goal with a terrific bursting run and pullback for Bamiyang to rifle into the bottom corner and played key part in the second, bursting free from his own half to initiate the attack. He was a consistent outlet down the left flank, always looking to outmaneuver the Burnley back three, piercing the space in between the wide centre half and wing back. He's the best left back in the squad. His physicality, his long-distance speed, his stamina and athleticism. They all dictated so. That does not mean that he's the perfect left back and it doesn't mean he's the long-term solution. But for now, he is the best in the squad, whatever the greatest Montreal proprietors may have to say about it. Aubameyang ended the game as the current top scorer in the Premier League. Salah, with a flicked finish, had overtaken the Gabonian international on Friday night, but Aubameyang wasted no time in overhauling the Liverpool winger, scoring his 11th and 12th goals of the season. And these were very nice goals. Taking advantage of Kolasinac's neat pullback, Aubameyang angled a right-footed strike into the far-bottom corner to give Arsenal the lead in the first half. He then followed that up with an arrowed thunderbolt that nicked off Ben Mee on its way past Joe Hart, polishing off a ruthless break that started from within Arsenal's penalty area. It is now getting to the point where this isn't even surprising anymore. Aubameyang just does what he does. He did not actually play that key a role in this game. Despite playing 13 more minutes than his strike partner Lacazette, he had 10 fewer touches than the Frenchman. And yet he scored two goals and essentially won the game for the Gunners. After a rather tumultuous period of back injuries and being dropped for tactical reasons, not only was Uzil reinstated into the starting lineup, but he was handed the captain's armband. A real statement from Emery that the German is still a key part of his plans. And Ezel responded with one of the most committed performances of the year. This was by no means vintage Ozil. He did provide two lovely pieces of play to tee up the first and third goals, but he was not quite as influential and creative as he usually is. But I was far more impressed with his attitude, his application and the manner in which he played, not just the production he provided. In the 86th minute, with Burnley trying to pressure Arsenal, Ozil turned and bellowed at Leno, who had just punted the ball away straight to a Burnley player. That was indicative of the way he held himself throughout. He was communicative, influential in his manner, and poised. He was consistently instructing those around him, he rarely stopped talking, he worked hard in pressing the ball and tracking back. He led, and that is something that can rarely be said about the oft-misunderstood creator. With Bellerin, Mustafi, Holding and Mavro Panos all missing through injury, 
Arsenal started with a back four compromised of three fullbacks. Mainland Niles, Socrates, Monreal and Kolasinac were the few defenders fit enough to start and formed a makeshift defense that is certainly far from Emery's first choice. Things took a turn for the worse when Monreal's race was run after 35 minutes and he was forced off with Lichtsteiner taking his place. This then was a chance for Burnley to end their poor record against Arsenal, but it was an opportunity they could not quite take. The visitors got one goal back through Barnes, but there was a lack of clinical finishing that meant they fell short of leaving with any points. From the start, it looked like that Arsenal lined up with a midfield diamond. Ezil the tip and Jaka holding, for the first time in Emery's tenure. It is seemingly the best way to cram Ozil, Aubameyang and Lacazette into the same team and against Burnley it brought success. Kolasinac and Mainland Niles were given the freedom to roam forward and attack wide areas to give Arsenal their width, which was influential in the first goal. The apparent new system only lasted 35 minutes and Emery was forced into a change of style when Monreal was replaced by Lichtsteiner forcing Arsenal to revert to a back three. However, with a fit side, Emery could be tempted to lead with a midfield diamond, given the initial success Uzel operated with a free roll as well as the problems that Aubameyang and Lacazette caused the opposition defence with their movement. Last season, Burnley enjoyed huge success as they had a solid defence that were often able to keep a clean sheet allowing a single goal to give them three points, more times than not. The Clarets finished the season with the seventh best defensive record in the league, but they haven't come close to replicating that this season. Sean Dyson conceded another three goals on Saturday, meaning they now have conceded 36 goals in the opening 18 games of the campaign, just three goals less than they conceded in the whole of last season giving Deich much to mull over this Christmas. Burnley are currently 18th in the table, two points from safety and may need to look at bolstering their defensive ranks during the upcoming transfer window if they want to stay in the Premier League.